1: When we sample, we don't just, you know, just sample and just lay it and loop it. We can turn it back and make the end the beginning and chop it up and make it sound like a totally different instrument being played. It's not actually stealing.
0: It's like bringing back the old, old song, making the old songs new again. Daylight clothes, or is it just my daylight song? What I do ain't make believe. People say I sit and try, but when it comes to being daylight,
1: it's just me, myself. I- Plug one spectacles You say plug one and two are hippies No, we're not, that's pure plug bull Always pushing that we formed an image There's no need to lie When it comes to being plug one It's just me, myself, and I we're the record scratch folks this is so bad it's good with ryan bailey this is ryan bailey this is your monday episode we're doing it all over again folks do you notice how this thing just keeps on going it keeps on going how was the weekend was it good i hope so i really do i really hope so um let's see here what do we have to talk about so much so much um this week is going to be a big week in that the Kardashians return to Hulu, so I need everybody to prepare themselves. I need you to hold your loved ones close. We're about to get bombarded by—we already live with a constant stream of the Kardashians, but it's going to be bad this next couple of days, folks. I need you to—I need you to stay calm. We're going to get through it together. It's going to be a lot, a lot of Kardashian publicity, and it's, it's like when bad weather hits, you know? You're just like, just— Just get your supplies and just hunker away. Just hunker down. We'll meet up in a couple weeks. We can get through this. Um, I just had a a really great uh, night. I went to the Greek Theater in Los Angeles to uh, see uh, one of my favorite bands, Beach House. If you don't know Beach House... You got it. I mean, they're so ethereal and dreamy and beautiful. And I've 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 seen them live a couple times, like at certain music festivals. But I never have seen them like their full show. And it was so beautiful, and it was so cool. They didn't even turn the video screens on. And so you just kind of were focused on, and it was like really dark lighting. It was really simple lighting, but beautiful. And I couldn't tell you what these people look like. I mean, I could tell there was a girl and there's a guy and there's a drummer. And I think it's the uh, the girl and the, the guitarist are the ones like the, the head people behind Beach House. And there's actually a Kanye connection. A couple of months ago, Kanye posted a photo on Instagram with Beach House. And I was really like, no, dude, leave those guys alone because I love Beach House. I love Kanye too, but, you know, it's like, let's separate the peanut butter and the chocolate you know what i'm saying like it's good to mix things up i love mashups but you know what you let beach house do their thing kanye but at the same time i was like what a cool opportunity for them Kanye's super big beach house should be super big um but it was really really special just be- just beautiful music you guys And, you know, I was thinking while the show was going on, how music finds you, you know, it's like even how these shows find, find us or how friends find us. Uh, I remember Beach House has been around, gosh, I think probably like 12 or 13 years now, maybe, maybe I'm over, maybe it's like eight or nine. But I remember at first not really liking them, but I wasn't in the place for them. You know, it's like when you read a book and you read it at the right time. And then you read a book and sometimes you, you hit it at the wrong time and it doesn't mean as much, but then you pick it up later and you're like, oh my God, this makes so much sense now. And that's how Beach House has been for me this last year. Their um, new album, Once Twice Melody, I think is, is super beautiful. But it, it's, uh, I really love that, especially about music is that you pick it up at one time, you'll hear it differently than you will years later. And you can't, you know, it, it, you, you got to let things happen when they happen, you know, like there's a time for everything. And this is my time for Beach House. I really, <laughs> basically, I really love Beach House. And uh, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. thought it was such a beautiful uh, night. It was a good weekend, though, overall. I got to end it with uh, Beach House. and Now I got to talk to you guys. But it has been, uh, I got to say, this has been a really challenging week this past week but a good week and I I knock on wood because I know I'm going to say this and everything's going to fall apart but I am more hopeful now in this last week than I have been in so long and that has so much to do with you guys and I'm just so appreciative I always try to thank you guys as much as possible but you don't really know how much you are changing my life and, and just in small ways i get to live out my little dreams and that's that's because of you i get <laughs> except i'm trying to learn how to do tiktok oh my god i don't even know what the fuck i'm doing over there you guys i feel like old man bailey on the old talk you know what i'm saying i'm like what the fuck am i doing but i want to be i want to i want to be cool i want to do it but i don't know um uh, today's wrap up with uh Sophie, we we tackle everything. We do, we go into the Beverly Hills trailer. You guys, uh, we talk even about the Erica Garcelle thing that happened uh, today on Sunday, where Erica put a, a copy of you know her book in the trash can. <laughs> you know, like I mean, you know, there is there is one thing I will tell tell you about Erica Jane. You can, it's like setting your clock to this you can always bet on erica jane just being horribly wrong like who's gonna tell Garcelle? like she puts garcelle's book in the trash and goes here it's me erica jane here's your here's your book in the trash like girl and there was also like a sugar whoa oh my god audio of myself just played in the background and you want to that'll wake you up. That was scary as hell. I'm like, I'm talking. How am I hearing myself? Anyways, there was a sugar-free Red Bull in that trash can. There was a nice phone. Like, I was like, like, why are you just throwing out? This is exactly that phone should go to those orphans and widows. I'm telling you, man, Erica Jane is full of, like, I've never seen somebody so indignant in such a, like a horrible way. And it's like, girl, you, what do you, what do you think you're doing at this point? Like, (laughs) life is finite. What are you like? I mean, this villain shit, this can't feel good, but I will tell you that that is great promotion for Garcelle's book. Like I was like, literally, I was like, I hope she throws like so bad. It's good memorabilia in there. I could use a little bit of that for my show, you know, like that's good attention. You can't buy that kind of publicity. So I'm sure Garcelle was through. I mean, I no offense. I love Garcelle. I wasn't thinking about Garcelle's book. And now that's the only thing I can think about is Garcelle's book. And, I know where Erica Jane lives. And I was like, should I go over to that trash can? Like, wouldn't that be a great way to get arrested? You get arrested for trying to steal Garcelle's book out of Erica Jane's trash can. I'd also grab the phone, you know, like also like I'd probably take just the whole thing because it's like, I think that sugar-free Red Bull would be cool. in My reality show museum too. Like this is the sugar-free Red Bull right next to Garcelle's book in the trash. And people are like, yeah, of course I remember that very well. (laughs) Um, we do have a great show. We, we talk about everything. The dropout, the, uh, Elizabeth Holmes show on Hulu, uh, was so good. We had the final episode this week and I just, I just thought it was so well done. It got me really excited about TV again. And, uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, but I was kind of sad. I kind of got bummed out because, and Amanda Seyfried, what a great actor. I forgot, like. It's like we forget these people are so talented and it was just so exciting to watch. Um, today's episode, we also talk about uh, the uh, the live show I did with um, Spilling Tea Live with Zach and Adam, Zach Peters and Adam from Up and Adam on YouTube, they did this show in Hollywood. And if you are a member of the Patreon, I did like a 40-minute episode where I told you all the dirt and the behind the scenes and all the stuff with Sheena. We talk a little bit about it on, on today's episode where you'll get to hear the Sheena stuff and that night. But I do want to say one thing I forgot to say in the Patreon and one thing I forgot to say even to Sophie, and you're not going to believe this. This is going to sound completely made up. It is so crazy that I don't even believe it. Okay, so I'm talking to Sheena. The show's going on. The two Toms are being interviewed on stage, and I'm sitting next. to Sheena's like, "Go, oh, come sit next to me." So I'm sitting next to Sheena. Already, I'm like, "LOL," I'm sitting sitting next to Sheena. Brock is to the left of her, and I'm like, "LOL," I'm sitting next to Brock and Sheena. And um, her FaceTime rings, and she picks it. She picks it up. Guess who it is? Didn't guess no, you're not going to. No, wrong. Guess again. <laughs> Who can hang up a TV in seven minutes? Rob fucking Valletta was the Facetime call. She goes, "Hey, Rob," and fucking Brock was like, "Hey, hey it's Kanungi. Hey," like he was. Fine. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" I was the only one that was shocked. I was like, whoa, "Whoa." And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, we're friends." And I'm like, "Oh my god, Rob is still in the like. Rob's still like a friend." I mean, this, it, I mean, talk about, I I don't know, for some reason it just blew me away and I forgot to say it on the Patreon, which is so crazy because it was such a big moment, but I think I blocked it out because it was such a crazy moment. Do you know what I'm saying? I think I literally was like, there's no way that happened. But it did happen, folks. It completely happened. And I, I was like, you guys are going to be so excited to hear that. And I don't even know if you are. But I was excited because I was just like, can you believe it? I, you know, I was like, look at me. Look at me sitting here in this moment. What a magic! What this thing that God let me see this wonderful moment where it was just. <laughs> oh, that's what I wanted to tell you guys. So we go into uh, a. <laughs> To all of that today, I'm trying to see some last minute news if there's anything that we can share before we put this to bed. Now, Daily Mail just posted this story this afternoon, Kim Kardashian calling in lawyers to block 2002 sex tape partner Ray J from leaking raunchy recordings. So this is what we've kind of heard. I've talked about this multiple times on the show. That um, I keep forgetting that Ray J is Brandy's brother, right? Dude, speaking of Brandy, that girl is mine. You remember the duet with her and Monica? Like, no, I don't think so. Wait a minute, that boy is mine. No, he's mine. I was obsessed with that song, as any straight man was. I remember, I remember just being obsessed with that song. I forgot they were brother and sister. What a what a nice family. Um, so. The quote here is from The Sun. Kim knows that Ray J made other tapes of them together. Some of the footage will be incredibly intimate. She has told lawyers over my dead body is this happening again. And then Jay-Z is quoted as saying, I went and got the laptop from Ray J myself, um, the 44-year-old rapper designer said in a January 24th interview with Hollywood Unlocked. And Kanye went on to say, I met this man at the airport, then got on a red eye, came back and delivered it to her at 8am in the morning. She cried when she saw it. You know why she cried when she's seen it on the laptop? Because it represents how much she's been used. It represents how much people didn't love her. And they just saw her as a commodity. So the reason I think... Okay, then it says, the very next day, Kardashian denied there was a second sex tape. After, uh, quote, after review, there was nothing sexual, unseen, only footage on the plane on the way to Mexico and footage at a club and restaurant on the same trip. Kim remains firm in her belief that there is no new second tape that exists. After 20 years, she truly wishes to move on from this chapter with focus and said on the... With focus instead on the positive things she continues to do as a mother, entrepreneur, and advocate for justice reform. Even that sentence just blows me away. As a mother, entrepreneur, and advocate for justice reform. If you told me 20 years ago we were talking about Kim Kardashian in that sentence, I would have not. I would have been like the girl from the Ray J tape. Um, So the reason why I, I find this fascinating, not the story itself per se, that it's getting pushed out right now. And I'll bet you dollar to donuts. Let's make a bet right now. I will bet you everything I own, including my Toyota Corolla, which is a lease, you will have to return it in two years. That the reason this is getting pushed out is I have a feeling this is going to be a storyline on the new Kardashians on Hulu. I truly believe that's why we're getting these little nuggets. It doesn't make complete sense otherwise. And this is very titillating. You know, this is how this is how Kim came to be Kim. So I could totally see this being a storyline. I could be wrong, but I'm usually not. So uh, we'll we'll find out I believe this the episode airs on Wednesday or Thursday so that'll be interesting. Also dude, all my Better Call Saul fans out there, April 18th, we get a new season. I got into Better Call Saul, which is part of the Breaking Bad universe. Uh, I got into that show over pandemic, and I loved it. Rhea Seahorn, the female love interest, and Bob Odenkirk. Oh, my God. just And Bob Odenkirk had that heart attack scare in the last year, and he's good now. But it is a beautiful show, and they both do just amazing work. So I think a lot of you guys might like that, too. I think there's a good crossover with reality and stuff in terms of that. But... Just so much good work being done. And that comes back April 18th, which is just very exciting. We also have Selling Sunset coming back on April 22nd. Um, so many good things. We'll try to keep you posted on everything. Monday, remember, Below Deck. We got Below Deck. Tonight, we had 90 Day Fiance, the final part of the reunion, which I haven't gotten to watch it, but I'm very excited. Monday, yeah, you have Below Deck Sailing Yacht, which I love. Like I said, it's just it relaxes me being on the open sea with those below deck kids and below deck down under on peacock is good too i just find there's something to be very relaxing about watching like them serve people on charters and their little i don't know i totally dig it i i fully buy it real housewives of new jersey on tuesday of course also you got summer house on monday we got a new episode tonight uh real Housewives of new jersey tuesday real housewives of orange county will have its season finale on wednesday it's going to be a 17 episode season plus i found out there will be two reunion episodes not three which i think two is the exact right number for this season of real housewives of orange county um so we've got a good week of TV ahead of us. Like I said, the Kardashians is coming out. Um, it's just we're we're truly blessed. We got to remember, though, we got to remember, even though there is so much good TV, we got to remember to try to, like, treat our lives like a good show. We got to say, we got to put work into that. We're always going to have this good TV to fall back on. But we got to try <laughs> to reach out, to talk to some friends, to, uh, you know, you know, actually make human contact with other people. I know I'm shocked that I'm saying this, I would not have told you this a year ago, I would have said, stay in and you watch every damn TV show under the moon. That is what you are put here to do. Um, let's see. Oh, this is what I, I didn't get to this story today with Sophie. This is another thing I think I blocked out. Um, I woke up to footage of, uh, Donald Trump and Melania, uh, his, uh, his wife, This isn't anything about Trump. So don't freak out. Don't, you know, I'm just saying we see them in the background at Mar-a-Lago. Dance music's playing. It's a very, it's a very hip and happening hotspot. It looks like, you know, and then all of a sudden we see one blonde lady just kind of getting in there in front of the camera and like dancing. And then we see a second blonde lady and the second blonde lady looks vaguely familiar and then I'm like wait a sec no and yes you guys it's the one and only Ramona Singer at Mar-a-Lago this weekend now I don't care who sh- like listen l- listen, we're never going to agree about politics and, and I could go on and on and I think you know my political leanings this isn't about that This is about how fucking pathetic do you have to be to be, like, geriatric girls gone wild? Like, it's not—like, I don't—like, listen, we all know Ramona is a Trump person. I'm sure lots of Housewives are Trump people. Whatever. That's—but— The fact that she's that thirsty that she's like videotape me dancing in front of the president and she's trying to do that sexy Ramona dance. That's the part that makes me so sad for her because you even know the president's like, who's this old floozy? Get her out of here. I want to look at new boobs. (laughs) know. So and I was just like, this is so Ramona. And you know, you guys, you guys don't even need to see the video. You know exactly the face and the dance she's doing. It's like sexy me. Look at me." And the other blonde lady. And I'm just like, what is going on? And we know Ramona, like she's probably flinging poo everywhere accidentally. Like God, God love her. But I saw that. I was like, this is, this is better than two strong cups of coffee. This is just wild. Uh, but, but very, un, very expected at the same time too. Uh the real Garcelle show that she hosts has been canceled after eight seasons. So goodbye to the real, which was a daytime talk show. Um, and that's very sad that they're leaving because I do I, you know, I, I take personal interest in Garcelle doing good. Like, I really do like Garcelle. So uh, hopefully she has uh, something to land on there. Because I, I really, I just genuinely like her. Um, we talk about Will Smith today. We talk, uh, we talk about his ten-year ban, which Will Smith accepted. We talk about Jada. I gotta tell you, we, and we talk about Ben and J Lo. They are engaged again. So finally, something good has happened from. Madison and all of that jazz from Southern Charm. Oh, also in terms of the Kardashians, that we found out this week too—that Pete will be talked about on this new season, but he supposedly will not be seen until the next season, according to TMZ. This article I read. Um, let's see—is there anything else? I just—I don't like to. This is how my shows become so long because I just want to keep talking to you guys, because I know I forget them I'm like, Oh, I know I there's other things that I want to tell them. Um, oh, yeah, that's this is what I want to tell you. If you like this show, if you get something from it, even a little something, please rate it five stars on Apple podcasts, you can also rate it five stars on Spotify. I've been told to say that more, I'm trying to learn how to be proud of the things that I do and ask for help. And I'm learning to say, learning to apologize less. I'm one of those people that says sorry for everything, even if it's not my fault. And I'm trying to do that less, but I'm trying to also say, I'm proud of this. You guys, I'm proud of what we've created. If you can help me by doing a five-star review on Apple podcast or Spotify, just taking 30 seconds out of your day, it really does help. If you want more than that, join up the Patreon. That always helps. Um, and uh, tomorrow is a great day. I got some interviews and I get to meet with Medica and Sandra. We're going to go over some work stuff. And I'm just, I'm really damn hopeful right now. And I saw that show on Thursday, that spilling tea live, which I was a part of. And it was just so cool. And it made, it, it got me fired up i was like i want to do live shows with you guys so much i know we could have a blast we will fucking have a blast this was such a cool party atmosphere and i want to i want to be a part of that with you guys um i always love the people that might be listening for the first time i'm like who the fuck is this dude wants to party with me what is this numb nuts doing um I really do hope you guys had a great weekend. I always, uh, oh, by the way, also, uh, Batty and Patreon member Kai, uh, Kai Filippini, I think that's I'm saying her name, it's, it's her birthday, and I'm going to talk to her today on her birthday. We have a a quick phone call scheduled, and I think she's going to be a segment on the pod because she met David Sedaris the other night, and David Sedaris, if you listen to the podcast I've talked about a couple times, he's one of my favorite writers, and he has one of the best voices like I'll read his books, but also listen to the audiobooks because the lilt, the way he talks for some reason, just really relaxes me. But he got, um, I believe we'll find out the story. I'll put this on Tuesday's episode, depending on how the interview goes tomorrow. Um, she met him in person and went to a book, uh, event and I believe had him sign a book to me. I could be wrong. But she said to Ryan and the baddies for him to sign, and he wrote to Ryan and the fatties. (laughs) She had to correct him, and then he crossed it out and wrote baddies, which is just, if you know David Sedaris, is the perfect David Sedaris thing that could ever happen. I was just, I was like, oh my god if this is real i just there are days you guys where you're just like you have to pinch me i'm like no fucking way like i hit 50,000 on instagram followers and everybody there was such a really nice wave of love with that where i was just like it was so intense like i've told you guys before i have a hard time accepting um that much love it's just, it's, it's it's abnormal you know what i'm saying it's abnormal like i used to freak out and i still do and i'm such a fan of everything but when that gets direct i'm used to being a fan but like when people direct really nice things at me it's like it's weird you guys like it's like hard for me to to handle like i i immediately want the attention off of me uh, it's something so weird i've i've i'm, I'm dealing with this <laughs> i'm dealing with this Oh my goodness, in the first 30 minutes I've got you worried so much. Um anyways, let's get into Sophie. Um uh this was just a fun conversation. Remember Sophie, you can uh, subscribe to her Substack. She also has a podcast called So True. Dude, get this. She tells me she tells me she interviewed another straight dude that's going to be on Tuesday's episode. She wouldn't tell me who it is, and I'm like, "Wait a sec. I was supposed to be the only straight dude that was on your podcast." And like, "What the f?" Like, I... Uh, I, I don't I just I I was like what? Like wait a sec. That's that that's me. I'm the only one, damn it. Um <laughs> Uh oh, also, I'm going to Coachella this week. Um so I'll be in Coachella on Thursday, so if any baddies are out there, uh please let me know. I'll be the old guy in a so bad it's good shirt or a Justin Bieber mugshot shirt. Uh really excited. Don't know what to expect. I have not been to Coachella in years, and this will be the first time this festival has come back since um, the pandemic. And and like, music means so much to me. It means so much to you guys, too. And I'm, I'm really kind of excited slash nervous just to see if my knees hold out and see what it's like in the desert again. Um, but kind of um, cautiously optimistic, which is what you guys should be for this week. We have a great week in store. We have so many great shows in store. Um, and thank you for being on this journey with me. So without further ado, the lady, the one, the only Miss Sophie Ross with the Pop Culture Roundup. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the start of your week uh, This is so bad, it's good uh, Mondays we do a pop culture roundup You know her as one of your favorite podcasters One of your favorite writers And one of your favorite is Bone Vivant Is that uh, used? I don't know, what other words can we use to describe you? A fan of TV, film, music, movies it's a real uh,
0: renaissance woman, I guess Yeah,
1: renaissance woman, that is it Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show Sophie Ross, Sophie, how are you?
0: I'm just a multi-hyphenate
1: yeah, I'm that's what I was. Threat. That's what I meant. Uh, yeah, that's like a. You can sing, dance, and I act. Sing, dance,
0: and act.
1: Uh, you just said your mom was in town, so uh, yeah. if, you're, if you're listening, I'm so sorry I missed you. What did you guys do this weekend?
0: Oh, uh, so she literally booked her flight on like Thursday. Oh, oh, wow. it was like a.
1: It was like spur spur of the moment trip. It
0: was a last minute. I was like, I just need my mommy kind of weekend. Really? Like,
1: Are you okay? Is everything okay? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Oh, yeah. I
0: like, you know, when you're just kind of like overwhelmed and stressed yeah. out, and you feel like your life is out of order. And like, I'm yep. so far, like I, my family lives in the Midwest and I'm on the East coast. And so I don't get to just like go home for the weekend and kind of recharge. And I was just like, I really just need like a mommy hug. That's what I said. I was like, I really just need a mommy hug. Oh my God. I'm going to like start crying. I always. start. No, crying. no, 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 no. I,
1: I really. I do gotta say, you really uh, I like the sense of I, I, your family seems like a real family. Uh, I will like, oh, you know, yes, like you know what I'm saying. Exactly. Like you, like I, I recognize my family and your, you know, it's like those are nice yeah. Midwestern families that really actually yes. care about each other, you know.
0: Yes, and she comes in. I don't know if anyone else's mom is like this. I think I'm very lucky because some moms I know aren't like this. But she comes and she cleans. She oh up. yes. And there's nothing I can say. I was like, don't worry about it. Like we can just have a fun weekend. Like don't worry about getting stuff done. And she's like, no. What do you need from the store. And she like threw all my bedding in the wash. And now I have clean bedding, a clean apartment. Like she really just like, she runs it like a drill sergeant when she's here. And <laughs> that's kind of what I needed because I felt like, you know, when you're just stressed out and overwhelmed with work and then you're, you're, you kind of get messy because you feel like you don't have the energy or the time to like put clothes away and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm nice staring at a bed parking. full of clothes right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, yeah. So I didn't even write a sub stack this last week because I was just very, you know, you was, should, uh,
1: by the way, you should have had your mom write.
0: Well, I'm actually I I have one that's gonna go out tomorrow that I'm excited about. Mm -hmm. But so in tomorrow, I mean Monday. So if you are subscribed, you will get it in your inbox later today. So I, you are getting one. It was just a little delayed because I was having just one of those weeks, and now I feel so much better and so much re. I love that. I just feel recharged. Like I was thinking it- about, I, was like, I feel like I have creativity back. I just feel <laughs> like family really grounds you, and it's hard. Yeah. Being, no, totally. Being far from family, and then when you, it's just yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah, no, know I my. Mean, I'm sure.
1: My mom, yeah, my mom is. You know, it's it's weird to think. Even as I get older, my mom, my mom still comes up. If I ever move to a new place, if I ever, she's the one that's coming in, making sure I have everything. Or I mean, it just it's it's. And the
0: bus more of a weird palms are the bus. Yeah, I
1: mean, it, it truly truly is. I mean, you're very, very lucky. I'm very, very lucky, and I know you are too. Uh, we're also very lucky because it, it's just been a hell of a week. And I guess we've got to start. Uh, I don't know if you checked the internet this last couple of hours, but already she's starting, folks. Erica Jane is starting to starting. really just just by the way and also i just want to point out we did a trailer review on friday but erica nobody gonna ever come at me ever again erica admits in the trailer that she's a horrible person she that literally says
0: does not give a fuck about yes. anyone else but her
1: there see there you go folks that's your girl now if that's your girl that's your girl and there but
0: like, it is of course
1: <laughs> but so so i need to get your thoughts on the the trailer but what i'm talking about just in the last couple of hours uh she said uh she has a video of Gar of throwing Garcelle's new book that comes out on Tuesday into the trash. And she says, you know, you unfollowed me, but I'm sure you're gonna see this. It's me, Erica Jane. And she she has the book in the trash, which by the way, I also want to point out there's a sugar-free Red Bull in the trash, a coffee, a a actual like a phone, a, a phone with like a bunch of buttons. Like there's a lot of weird shit in Erica Jane's trash. And Garcelle literally being a queen because this, I guess, was in response to Garcelle used that clip of the uh, trailer where Garcelle says, hey, Erica, I don't need to make you look bad. You do that all on your own. And she said, don't you know, don't look bad. um, Buy my book on Tuesday. And Erica, I guess, saw that and that was responding to it. And then Garcelle just posted uh, something on Instagram kind of responding of just her looking beautiful. Uh, because she's just a gorgeous woman, and Erica Jane's a very pretty woman as well, but she's got a dark heart. Um, and she wrote to her response was mood, have a blessed day, guys, and just a black and white of, and a wink to the camera.
0: Garcel wins, she wins. Erica, do you think this comes, is like she's right? She's right. Erica looks bad all on her own, yeah, all on her own.
1: Do you think though that this is a part of like Erica kind of did Garcelle a favor. We're talking about her book now. Like,
0: right. And I think she is, I think that Erica is playing up the villain persona because she wants maximum attention. And Mm -hmm. so she is playing it up. I think that she is consciously playing it up. And if that's what she thinks is going to, (laughs) is going to, you know, be good for her. Then that's an interesting choice. We'll see how it plays out, Cotton. But like personally, you know, if, if either of us I think were in that situation, we'd be repentant. We would um, you know, be genuinely kind and not just dressing in like light pink <laughs> and what to look angelic, like and with like the headbands, like a little schoolgirl, like she was doing yeah. last season. Like you actually have to show that you have emotions <laughs> and you feel bad and you have remorse. And because regardless, and I've said this from the beginning, both of us have said this from the beginning, regardless of whether she knew or not, it does not matter. It's how she's acting now that she does know. And the fact that in the trailer, she was saying, I don't give a fuck about anyone else but, but me. me. Do you think and- that the prosecutors or the lawyers or whoever, I know that it's like a lawsuit, that it's not, she's not technically being like criminally charged, it's a lawsuit, But like, either way, it's like, do you think that people are going to side with you when you're acting like this? Like, it's just like, what are you thinking?
1: Well, I think she's thinking what you said. I think Lisa Rinna's like, hey, come be a villain with me. You can pay me your mortgage. <laughs> like, I think she's leaning into this fully with Rinna. And I think they're both horrible people. And I got yeah, so excited seeing evil. that trailer.
0: Unhumanly evil.
1: The trailer looks amazing. The Kathy Hilton moment at the end with Lisa going, how can you, this beautiful sister, how can you even do? And, you know, and, and Kathy's like, Kyle, Kyle. Like, with a, like, and I love that there's a oh. Kathy Hilton takedown season, which is like, would you, like, listen, like, I'm all for, like, yeah, take down whoever you want, but don't you think Kath, Kathy's, like, real rich? Like, she's, like, the kind of rich right. that she'll, she'll get you behind your back, you know?
0: Exactly. That's why I I said before the season, I was like, I don't think that Rena's actually going to try to beef with Kathy Hilton, because Kathy Hilton is actually, you know she's a friend in a high place. Like she yeah. is, you know, I feel like Rinna often punches down and Kathy Hilton is her punching up, I guess. But I mean, not in like a, she's so noble and brave. It's like, I think that she has a weird fetish with driving wedges between the Richard sisters.
1: <laughs> she does have like, it does seem, I mean, you can just tell, she has like a big female boner in that scene. She's like,
0: like what. <gasps> Exactly. She loves it. She it's the she classic it. runa face. It's the classic runa face with like fake, fake concern, a little bit of a smirk with her stupid, it's the same haircut she's had for 20 fucking years. It's always <laughs> the same haircut in that scene. You know what I mean? Like
1: I I just Oh, you know what? I know where Erica Jane lives. Erica Jane lives like two miles from me. I I wonder, like, could I go into her trash can? Drive
0: by right now. Could I right
1: go now. get the Garcelle book? Because by the way, I don't want to pay for the Garcelle book. I'd love a free copy. You know. <laughs>
0: You're rummaging through Or around. also,
1: I wouldn't mind that Do that phone look kind of cool Like it looked like no, I had like a bunch tonight, of buttons someone and shines
0: like... like a flashlight on you they think it's a and, I and I
1: look like a raccoon rac- I just look caught like a raccoon Are like, ah. no,
0: you look like Morbius? <laughs> Wait, are you going to see Morbius?
1: No, I, I'm trying to do a self-care thing lately Where I, I do not like harmful things to myself Like see Morbius <laughs>
0: But you're like a Marvel
1: bro. Yeah, but that's, that's barely Marvel. That's not like Marvel doesn't even claim Morbius. It's just that so many pictures, like they're, they're, they're not Disney affiliated. So it's a real, that movie. I felt like that movie came out a year ago and it just came out last week. And I'm not like Jared Leto and we crashed is amazing. Like I really, I I hate Jared Leto, but he's amazing in that.
0: You guys, if you are. Like, I'm so sad that the dropout is over, like me. Watch, Ugh. we crash on Apple TV. It, like, really scratches on itch. It's, like, the, it's so good.
1: Bye, 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 bye. He plays so such a good well, Israeli. Bye, I mean, bye, 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 He bye, does bye, such bye, bye. a
0: good Israeli accent. Yeah. yeah. Um, wait, so is... So Morbius is not going to be in the Avengers anytime soon.
1: No, no, no. Morbius, by the way, this is how <laughs> geeky I am. Morbius is kind of a villain. He's an anti-hero, and he's going to be part of what they call the Sinister Six. The Sinister Six oh. is, Um, it's Craven the Hunter. It is, <laughs> the fact that I fucking know this shit as well. It's just, it's not affiliated with Disney's Marvel. It's Sony's Marvel. Sony's Marvel owns that, and they own the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. And now the MCU Spider-Man is the little dude that dates Zendaya, Zendaya, Tom uh, Holland. Holland. It's it's all complicated and weird. It's but Morbius no, it's is like, why um, is
0: that so why is that so complicated? I love how Jared Leto also is in both DC and Marvel universes was, now, is like a weird villain that everyone makes fun of. That yeah, no somebody wrote he was
1: play. like he was the he was the worst joker in the DC universe, and he is the worst uh morby he's the worst like uh, hero in the the marvel universe this guy can ruin anything
0: (laughs) like no one takes him seriously as a villain he's just like a a punchline when he tries to be like a scary
1: villain. (laughs) he's literally i mean no i'm very happy like good for him that he can he's 50 years old and he looks great but at the same time all signs point to he is creepy as hell with women like all signs point to not good you know
0: and it's such a shame because he is, when he finds the right role, he really is like Adam Newman, Bubba Ganoo. He's a
1: great, he's a, like guys, he's a great actor. You know what I'm saying? Like Kanye makes great songs. Like people do great yeah. things that it's are like, like kind of like questionable art, at times. It's
0: always like the art and the artist conversation that happens yeah. every time a problematic person you find out there that you are, uh, you know, one of your faves is a problematic person.
1: Well, that's, I mean, and I like I say always on the show, we're all going to make mistakes and stuff. But speaking of problematic and speaking of, I wanted to get your opinion on this because uh, we got uh, handed down from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, a 10-year ban from the Oscars for Will Smith. Uh, 10 years, he will not be able to go to that ceremony, which is like, cool, man. Like, that's probably boring as hell to sit through. That's not that... Like, I, you know, like punish him by making him go for 10 years or like um, but he that's the punishment And people. I had an interesting conversation with somebody who was saying, well, you know, I don't get this seems so um, drastic when you have people like Harvey Weinstein and like all of the like you people like Casey Affleck people. But my point was that he did this on the actual telecast. Like these people are all bad people like Harvey Weinstein. Oh, my God. Disgusting. And I believe he'll never I mean, I believe he'll die in jail. But the Will Smith thing, I think what's a little different is that he did this on the actual telecast. Like, Will Smith is a decent person. He's done great work his whole life. And I don't think he will be canceled for any of this. But I think that's where the punishment comes down is this was like the big night where everybody's eyes are on the show. And he actually physically assaulted somebody. I think that's the difference. You know, like Casey Affleck's a creep, but we didn't get to see him be a creep towards women on the broadcast, you know?
0: There are so many horrible people in entertainment like Casey Affleck. I yeah, all, I, by the way, I think- all it, I, and, and all these people that have been celebrated and still have their Oscars. And so people are like, whoa. And I get that, I totally yeah. get that. I think, yeah, again, the key difference is that Will Smith just like blatantly did it on stage and kind of like, he did kind of in the moment ruin the ceremony because we aren't talking. We all about-
1: talk about that. Like nobody. Yeah, It's
0: like, we're not, it overshadowed everything that happened. I think that, um, yeah, I can see them being pretty pissed about that just in general. I think also, and I read this somewhere that Will Smith, um, you know, he's getting a lot of flack for this everywhere and I think that he probably agreed to this punishment. So it would be like, okay, I am, you know, accepting what I did. I'm accepting responsibility and yeah. accountability. I'm accepting the punishment. And now it's going to be a, like, what seems like a very harsh punishment, but like you said, it's actually not that bad. Cause like who gives a fuck? So yeah, I feel like it's also a good move for Will to like have this punishment. It looks like he's taking accountability and then move on from it.
1: Well, we got to talk about Jada though. What's her deal? Like, I, I hate, I hate that. I hate that I really, I hate this, but I got to say, I get bad vibes from Jada. I just do. Like, it just feels like, and then there's all these quotes coming out of like, she really does seem to like, I said this on a podcast like two months ago before the Oscars, where I was like, this, this girl will stop at nothing to embarrass Will Smith. Like Will Smith was crying on the red table talk. Like every time Will Smith does something, Jada feels like it, like she brings him down a notch, you know? And, And even then, I was reading this quote of, like, she was saying, well, that was way out of line what Will did. And I'm like, yo, it is ridiculous, but he did this for you. Like, he stood up for you. Why don't you stand up for him? Like, I don't know why I'm getting into that.
0: So now she's turning on him.
1: Yeah, like, how? He's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's like, I mean, I don't know. I don't really, I don't watch Red Table Talk. What? Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't watch it and I (laughs) haven't, I, I haven't been, you know, a massive follower of Cheetah Pinkett Smith, (laughs) but the more stuff that does come out, it's like, they, they just have, it's, they seem to have a very interesting dynamic and like, what did we talk about? Like the Scientology connection, like that got debunked, but I guess like he does, they do finance a Scientology school.
1: Uh Uh-huh yeah that, that that's not I mean like they actually do fund they use Scientology techniques um to oh, to yeah like, yeah like
0: punching people or whatever
1: well there there slap is that people. this slap thing or yell there you know <laughs> tone it's called thing. like I think tone policing or something uh, there's like a lot of interesting things uh, when you get into it but who knows how they live it's just that jada is very interesting because well jada's another one like she doesn't even have to be banned by the Oscars I just don't think she would be invited for her own work and I think that at the end of the day gets to jada. Like, Jada's done some amazing work, and even in terms of Red Table Talk, people like that. I think people like that. It's it's an interesting concept of, like, you know, three generations of, of women talking about issues. But, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, it's always just read to me as she dislikes Will Smith. You know?
0: Well, Chris Rock also, what you said about her, like, not being invited to the Oscars anyway. Yeah. Chris Rock had made that joke that, like, um, oh jada pickett smith is boycotting the oscars that's like me boycotting rihanna's house parties
1: <laughs>
0: so he had made that joke out of previous oscars and yeah. so i think that you know there's already beef there and i think that jada probably is insecure that like you know sure. i imagine like being married to someone whose star maybe outshines you like yeah that's something that you know is a complicated dynamic and yeah, I can imagine that she's insecure about it and will overcompensate. And overcompensate well, yeah, get by getting that. physical to defend her and um, letting her fuck up other guys.
1: And you And you get, you get, yeah, fuck other guys. You get the sense though that she's like, this idiot? You guys like this idiot over me? I am yeah. way better. Like this guy is a loud mouth. Like you kind of get the sense that she's embarrassed by him sometimes. And that's yeah. what cracks me up. And now, you know, she's sitting there like royalty at the Oscars. And by the way, like, I honestly didn't, I follow, we talked about, but I follow all this shit and I didn't know about the alopecia. I just thought she was like, she's like one of those people that looks good, bald and knows it. You know, I was like, oh, this is like, she's like a hot, like a hot, you know, like that is a thing. So, anyways, uh, Chris Rock says that he will not talk about this until he gets paid for talking about this, which okay, cool, man. I don't know who's I don't know if I'm gonna pay you for that, but the only thing that's he just started his stand-up uh comedy tour, Ego, it's called Ego Death, and it got started about a week and a half ago, I believe. And he's well, not Seth. talking about this. No, sorry, sorry, Chris Rock, Chris Rock, Chris Rock, Chris Rock's comedy tour. I thought Will Smith's cover. Will Smith. By the way, I would love to see Will Smith do a one-man show about this yeah. moment.
0: Wait, no, but you know, Chris Rock what also makes me think of is that Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively seem to have an interesting relationship where, like, she was working a lot before they got married, yeah. and it seems like like he was married to ScarJo and he was married to Lannis Morrisett or engaged. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Know.
0: It's like, does he have a thing where he has to be the biggest, the bigger star in the relationship? Like it makes you wonder, like, I just think about how Blake Lively does not really like she is a list and name recognition and like they're, they coupling, but she like does not, she's like not in anything like a simple favor. That was a couple years ago. The, sh- what was it? The shallows, the shark movie, great movie. And, and gossip girl sister <laughs> of the traveling pants. Like those are all like, you know, back in the day, like she has the star power to book bigger gigs, but it's like, she's not. And it's like, yeah, maybe she's focusing on family. She hasn't announced her retirement, like, you know, Cameron Diaz or anything like Mm -hmm. what? Like Ryan Reynolds, it makes me and I also just do not like him. I don't (laughs) like you. Okay, So
1: you you don't you don't like the fact that because he also loves to tease Blake Lively. He loves yeah, to, like posting. They're things. so
0: corny. They're so embarrassing on social media. They're like the type of celebrity where their social media presence cheapens their celebrity. And I know that a lot of celebrities like teams are like, we need to get you on TikTok. It's like we need to get you out there. Like they want them on social media. Obviously, yeah. I'm like no. Like social media makes me hate Ryan Reynolds. I think he's so annoying, and he always plays the same like type of guy where he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah with his like little like one liners. You know what I mean, like. He's always the same type of actor. Like he just is annoying to me. Don't think, so, yeah. He's he, not, like I'm just, I don't get the obsession with him. Like so, he's not he
1: goals. They're they're not goals. Is he's like
0: send it back in the mail.
1: Because <laughs> Ryan Reynolds fancies himself a bear. Like I always see that with some women of like, I don't approve of your little snotty, funny jokes at Blake Lively's expense. You know, but Blake Lively oh, seems to think like it's, play like, along. Rude.
0: Yeah. I don't think that like, it's mean. I just, no, no, but it's, it's, it's it, it,
1: it, it's not mean it's corny. Yes. Yeah,
0: um, exactly. I uh, think it's embarrassing.
1: I, um, I did, uh, <laughs> I hung out with some Vanderpump rules people on Thursday. <gasps> I saw.
0: Tell, wait, oh my God. Yes. I saw, I meant to ask you, but then I got distracted by, I your, was like, at this... by your like, really like suave looking haircut right now. Thank
1: you. Thank you. I'm Yeah, no, I. He looks like
0: okay when his hair is like this, and when he wears like a backwards hat, he looks like such a like fuck boy.
1: Yeah, but anyway, anyway, tell me, tell me about Brock. Tell me everything. I did this show Spilling Tea Live with Zach Peters and Adam from Up and Adam uh, live on YouTube. And first off, they sold out the whole place. I mean, I'm shocked at how well this thing ran. I I know they're doing a couple other shows in like Nashville, New York, and they said it's going to be the same kind of party scene. And it really was like a whole event. There was like a step and repeat. Anyways, Sheena came and I was really nervous because Sheena, remember, thinks that I revealed her baby name, Summer Moon, before anybody else knew about it. And so we've had not a feud per se, but I, my whole thing was, I was worried Brock was going to slap me like Will Smith at the Oscars. Like I was like, Oh no. Cause like, I was like, he, no, maybe he knows I'm the guy that upset his wife, you know, or right, Shuna, right. you know? Yeah.
0: Cause yeah. You, guys beef, you and Gina.
1: I, yeah. She was actually mad at me. And so, yeah. uh, so they get there and I'm like a sweaty mess. Cause I'm just like already in my head. Like I just, I, I this is like my, li- I worry too much about shit like this. The two Toms were there at that point. Then Sheena and Brock come in, and I just immediately go up to Sheena. I go, yo, Ryan Bailey, so bad it's good. Uh, I know we've talked a couple times, but I I just wanted to introduce you to myself in person. Once again, I'm really sorry. And she was so nice. She was actually, we were, and then she goes, Brock, come here. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And she goes, Brock, remember that day when I was sobbing on the couch? Uh, and you could tell he was like, you know, like which one? <laughs> uh, you saw me on the couch a lot, you know. No, he didn't say that, but he was like, he's like, no, I don't remember. That's a horrible Brock. And that, and,
0: and I don't, <laughs> I can't do it. Australian accents are hard because they do like don't, like nor,
1: like summer. My night. friend, uh, my friend and listener, Susanna, she sent me a. a from australia she sent me like a guidebook on how to speak it you know like how to speak it properly oh my god, I hate
0: that. yeah um watch summer Heights High.
1: of course oh my god he's uh, a genius chris lilly is <laughs> mm.
0: Talk to you, me
1: me miss. me um uh, oh, so brock so i said right. oh Brock." Everyone da, da. Watched,
0: actually you can't watch summer hey Thai anymore they took it off hbo
1: i actually own the dvd
0: Oh, I own the Angry Boys DVD. But I don't have a DVD player anymore, but that's another great. <laughs> but anyway, back to Brock.
1: Okay, so Brock, Brock was like, oh, I don't remember," but hi, you know. And I was like, "I was just apologizing to your wife," and da da da. And he actually had. He was like, "Oh, you know, he was actually really nice." Like, here's the deal: they're all really fucking nice. I ended up talking to Sandoval. A lot about the tour, and he said everything was going good, and his drummer was there too. And Ariana was there. Ariana's always great. And then I talked with Brock and Sheena more about you know what's the possibility of a tenth season of Vanderpump. Of course, they're all ready to go. Um, MJ from Shaws of Sunset was there, and that got canceled that day, Shaws of Sunset. And Mercedes was really uh cool and nice. And she said that they had known for like a week or so, so this wasn't oh, a huge like shock to about her. It? She was, but also I got the impression That there was something else in the works So I don't know That's for sure That's
0: what yeah. I read Wait, um, so she was crying, fully crying Because of you
1: that, but she did but she was like i was hormonal i was like eight, you know i was about now to you burst
0: have to get the tattoo in her honor to repent for that
1: you know i do i should actually do that no so i think i think i'm gonna go gonna go on shenan- Shenanigans or whatever they're her podcast and by the oh, way she no. wanted me to mention to you guys she's going she's doing a new york date at Cine winery on may 12th for shenanigans oh you should go there.
0: i will be there yes. i will be there
1: um you can tell her that uh I actually
0: met her I told you that I I met her did I ever tell you this story I I don't think so because we actually have a picture together on my Instagram where we look like besties back in 2000 early 2016 I think it was and I saw her they had just filmed watch what happens live and I saw her I heard her voice I was like I know that voice and I saw it was Sheena and then shortly after Stassi Katie and Kristen walk in and I talked to all of them. Cause I was like, oh my God, I'm a huge fan. I was like eating
1: with my <laughs> friends.
0: And I remember tweeting at the time that Stassi, Stassi actually was very friendly and nice. And she was my fave at the time. I mean, I've changed my way since then. Katie was like standoffish, I think just shy. And Kristen was like, s- like so rude. Like exactly. Yeah. She was, like, yeah, exact yeah, yeah, yeah. was so nice. And we both have the same good side. So we were like on top of each other, but like overall, she was like so nice.
1: No, she was. I mean, she, listen, I, at the end of the day, I was super worried about it. She, But she did say she was like, but hopefully, you know, you'll reconsider doing stuff like that in the future. And I was like, yeah, like, I don't even really do. I'm not like one of those accounts that like does gets good dirt. I was actually really proud of myself that I figured something out for once, you know, with the baby name. And I was like, yeah, it was in the YouTube video. And I saw that, you know, and I was like, I was yeah. like, yeah, of course. But I thought that was funny, but they were nothing but nice. And Schwartz, uh, Schwartz is still living with Katie, uh, separate bedrooms. Um, uh,
0: Uh, I actually was listening. I didn't finish it, but I was listening to Katie went on. We met at Acme, the podcast.
1: Oh, you were on that, right?
0: Yes. And I was previously on that podcast, but I was listening. I listened to about half of it and then I, um, I took a nap,
1: but (laughs) are you saying it was like melatonin? No, no, I'm not.
0: Sorry. But, um, Katie in general, I've always found her just like, um, i don't know what what her personality is
1: yeah Um, well i mean you know what who knows maybe she's going to figure it out now but i will say so
0: maybe she will that's a that's a thing to say
1: well and schwartz like here's the deal like i will say this schwartz didn't come off as creepy. Like he wasn't like a lot of people were coming up to talk to him girl wise. He, he didn't seem creepy about any of them. And then we all went to a bar called the well afterwards. So I went to a second location with these people. And then I Irish goodbye. Cause I was like, I don't think, you know, I was like, they're all like really nice. And they were nice to me, but I was like, I don't think this is like a me, you know, like I don't belong here. You know, like I, I, I just, I just snuck out of the bar without saying goodbyes to anybody. Bye.
0: You were like, okay, it's gone really well. So far, I don't want to fuck Yeah,
1: up. I apologize to Sheena. She accepted it. That was my whole goal. But at the same time, I'm not looking to be the third Tom. And actually, me, okay. and, me and Schwartz got into a big conversation about mushrooms, uh, which was fun. I mean, like, they're-
0: Are You Cali boys and your shrimp. And a
1: must- yeah. No, he, uh, he was, no, everybody was super nice. I think, you know, I will say the production company Evolution that does Vanderpump Rules, I don't know, man. Like, I think- I think they just don't seem to get it sometimes, you know, like they don't seem to get what everybody likes about this show and what everybody, and that kind of worries me sometimes. Cause even just in talking with the cast, it just doesn't, I just want, I want evolution to get excited, man. I want to like, yo, I know this season might not have been the best season, but get excited. Look how much shit, you, you know? And they also alluded
0: all this new season has.
1: Yeah. But they also alluded that there was a, I believe a recent fight with DJ James Kennedy and, brock and sheena but it wasn't on camera i think it was in their real actual lives but i didn't i didn't Ooh, right. find out what but that was
0: well we got like the fallout of that because i'm interested oh in i'm that.
1: sure i mean I'm you know film oh and also also raquel is not dating peter i have oh, that on God. i have that on a like, good authority yeah oh,
0: okay so that has been cleared up
1: that husband um,
0: wait when do they when do, what i
1: thought you said that husband has and then you that has been
0: that has
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: been yes. Yeah. Wait, so when do they like film?
1: They, they they don't have a they don't have a pickup date yet.
0: Yeah. <sighs>
1: so that's what I'm saying. Like it, like I there, I think there's not a doubt in my mind that it'll come I think back.
0: Indiana camera
1: now. I, I mean, it just that's the thing is that like you realize that I don't know. There's so there's like I've been a whole season that's happened. I mean, even between there's so many stories right now, and there's a rumor that Stassi is going to come back, and we have. Oh. But that's what I'm saying like I don't think evolution Really knows what this show Should be and what it has But we even have like Randall uh, our favorite Randall Emmett Is now being sued for not paying $247,000 to a film Production company him with Emmett Furla films and I think Lala is going to to Keep bringing any kind of failures and money Up like I have a feeling Randall's House of Cards is going to potentially fall Sooner rather than later
0: it sounds like it. Damn. He but I feel like
1: a, that could be a storyline in terms of Lala. la.
0: For someone who bragged about giving BJs to rich guys in order to like have an amazing lifestyle, she really failed on finding like a truly rich baby daddy. And yeah, but, he's disgusting looking.
1: Like but what she, but saying? he but to be fair, he lied or he said he was that rich. Like, I think she had every reason to believe him because. He was giving her cars and shit like that.
0: I know. It's just ironic. It's really ironic.
1: Like for, for for like here on out, she should ask for tax returns if she dates anybody, you know? Um, Also one last thing in terms of Vanderpump rules news. Oh, that was it. So our friend, uh, me and Sheena's mutual friend, Janet, Sheena FaceTimed. Oh, I have two things. Sheena FaceTimed Janet to, um, to say, uh, Hey, we're friends now. Me and Ryan. And Janet was fucking over at Brittany and Jax's, and all of a sudden, Britney came on the Facetime, and I was like, ah! Ah! "It's like hi," and I'm like, "Oh my god, no!" And I like, I, I dipped. I was like, "Okay, bye, Janet." Like I was. Oh. I Facetimed with
0: Jax Taylor this weekend. How many? No, no.
1: That? It wasn't. He wasn't there. Thankfully, it was just Britney, but it was oh, at their house. No. So okay, I was god. like, but in my head, I was just like, oh no, but. The other thing I wanted to tell you about or get your opinion on is that Jax just being, this is so classic Jax. I do miss him for shit like this. There was a whole Reddit thread that my friend Marissa sent me um, saying he posted this thing, this picture of him and his son. And it's really cute. It was on Twitter. He goes, been waiting my whole life to do this. And it's his son's on his back and it has a purple heart. And it says, I miss you, mom and dad. And my friend I just yes. wanted to remind everybody that Jax's mom is alive still alive. like yeah. it lives 1 hour north of where he took this picture I guess it was in like yeah. uh Florida somewhere yeah. but like Jax pretend I mean pre- like Jax has really truly never forgiven that, his mom.
0: Yeah, he literally pretends that um his mom doesn't exist because I guess it was a falling out after his dad passed Well, away. she
1: said she didn't let she didn't let him know about The dad, you know, so he didn't get to say goodbye, supposedly.
0: But, like, I just, it really is very revealing about Jax. You lose a parent and.
1: And you're, then you want to lose two.
0: Yeah, instead of being like, wow, life is short. Like, why I have one parent left, I'm going to savor this. He's like, no, what will get me maximum, like, I'm a victim and this person wronged me and I will never forgive them. So I'm never gonna speak to my mom again, gonna pretend she doesn't exist. And now yeah. I can act like I have no parents and everyone feels really bad for me. And it I mean, also we were- such a narcissist, like the Tom Sandoval when he when he brought back the samurai sword. Like when someone slights him in the slightest, he his ego cannot take it. Like it's like that's how narcissists are. And that but is- then he'll
1: post he'll post like purple crosses and like you know all these like Bible yeah. verses and shit. Like, did you see him? He went to um Hillsong a couple weeks ago, oh, that god. church.
0: He did. Of course. You he did. know, he's like,
1: oh, I feel I'm feeling this, man. Like, this is a great, this is a great sermon.
0: Oh my god, that- yeah, because they do like coke in the bathrooms there. <laughs> <laughs> wear, like ripped jeans. <laughs>
1: So that's same. And like, listen, like, I just like, here's somebody that could have the best life. And you know, like his own mind is his worst enemy. Like, here's somebody like, we're talking about how great moms are at the beginning of this. And he actually has a mom. And part of life is about forgiving people. Like, yo, bro, you, you know, how much goodwill you would have from people, even fandom that if you just made up with your mom, we'd be like, good for you, man. Like, that's good. That's great.
0: And also like, think about like her, his mom lost a husband or husband. Yeah. Like, how do you not? Oh my God. It's just, he's yeah. And it is ironic that we were literally just at the, at the top of this episode talking about I
1: know. how
0: grateful we are because, you know, obviously not everyone has that. And it is a privilege to be able to have a mom that you can call up.
1: But didn't he say that in the last season that he was on to of like, I know what it's like to lose both parents. And they were like, your mom's still alive, Jax. Yeah, he's like, well, yeah. but still, you know, like,
0: yeah, it's a pattern for him to like pretend his mom like does not exist. Yes.
1: Um, in huge news of what the what the F, J Lo and Ben are engaged again. Uh Jennifer Lopez is sporting a gigantic rock. They have admitted to being engaged. Any any feeling on this at all, Sophie?
0: I mean, I guess it wasn't the PR stunt that we all thought it was. Like maybe I mean are- that
1: crazy. Like they really, and by the way, what if it even if it started off as a PR start? stunt it turned into more which is great but like also but like you know what i like i was so excited when it first happened and i'm excited for them but it's interesting it's like i it's almost like good for you guys okay i'll see you again sometime down the road you know i don't care like i i care but i don't
0: i think that our society maybe is j-load out I'm just gonna be honest. And I'm sorry if you're doing <laughs> it. I think Mary
1: fatigued. me did it. I was like, I can't yeah, like, yeah, this I, Owen Wilson.
0: I think that there's there is J-Lo fatigue because her shtick is public relationships, being a 50-year-old woman who looks great and has abs and denies that she gets Botox. And yeah, just public engagements.
1: Credit card. We will be back to the show in just one second. Now is my favorite part of the show is when I get to talk about our sponsors. We have one sponsor today, and it is a new sponsor, and it's a really good sponsor because they sent me a bunch of amazingly good, free, healthy food. Of course, I'm talking about Splendid Spoon. Um, Days for me are crazy, and I tell you guys this all the time. I just want to be told what to do. Like I, like I don't have time to sometimes cook. I don't have time to do things that I should be doing. But that's where Splendid Spoon comes in, um because they send you beautiful meals, just beautiful meals that you just have to heat up or drink, and you feel good and healthy, and it's good for you, and it tastes good. Um, We'd all know that we are what we eat, right? But it can be tough to make time for shopping, meal planning, prepping, cooking. So, why not get straight to the good part with great meals that require no prep whatsoever? Say it again with no prep. Splendid Spoon sends delicious plant-based meals and snacks right to your door. It's ready-to-eat food designed to fit into your busy schedule instead of taking time out of it. So this is the part where they want me to talk about my experience, and it has been amazing, you guys. They uh, let me choose what I wanted. So they had like soups, smoothies, little health shots, noodle bowls, grain bowls, all low calorie, all delicious. Like, truly, this was a joy to eat. Like, I'm not, like, I really, I can't say, like, it's one of those things that, like, I would want to do this, re- like, I am might, like, and I'm just going to say might. I might pay my own money to do this. That's how much I've liked it so far. Uh, Splendid Spoon takes the work out of eating healthy. Splendid Spoon meals are shipped right to your door, ready to eat. You'll only lift a finger to press start on your microwave. And I still managed to screw that part up. I was hitting all sorts of buttons. Uh, Splendid Spoon fits into any schedule and there's a meal plan for everyone. And every meal plan is customizable so you can get what you want every time. Like I told you, I pick my own meals. Every single meal is 100% plan. Based, gluten free, and GMO free, always made with plenty of vegetables, legumes, healthy fats, whole grains, and spices from all over the world. Legumes is just a fancy word for beans, you guys. Um, Somebody told me once I smelled like legumes, and I remember that. I will remember that to the day I die. It was very, it hurt. It hurt. (laughs) Enjoy a fresh take on classic dishes like their fan favorite vegan meatballs and marinara noodles, or take your taste buds on a journey with exciting dishes like cauliflower tikka soup, which was excellent, by the way. Uh, They've got plenty of smoothies, grain bowls, soup bowls, noodle bowls for you to discover. And with over 50 choices and a constantly rotating menu, there are always new dishes to try. I am so hungry right now. Plus, eating Plant-based food can come up with a wealth of benefits like improved energy, sleep, digestion, and complexion. Try Splendid Spoon today and take meal planning off your plate. Just go to SplendidSpoon.com forward slash so bad for $50 off your first box when you subscribe to the breakfast, lunch, and reset plan or the breakfast, lunch, dinner, and reset plan. That's SplendidSpoon.com slash so bad for $50 off. Fifty That's a lot of off. That's a great amount of money off. And also, I really do hope some of you guys do this because I really – this is like good. Like, please, if you do this, tell me because I really – I really dug this. This is actually a sponsor that I'm like – I want to do good for them because I want to get more free food. I'm just going to be completely honest with you guys. That is really good. So that's it. Okay. And now, back for the remaining portion of our show.
0: And yeah, not – not much. I mean, that, that marry me movie. I didn't even end up watching it.
1: Fucking um, horrible.
0: Yeah. I heard it was bad. Like what else has.
1: And by has- the way, doesn't work. Owen Wilson holds up a sign say, that has says, marry me, that somebody gives him. And she goes, sure. Why not? I tried the same fucking thing at a Dua Lipa concert. She never even fucking looked at me the whole show. Never. I had a sign that marry me and nothing happened.
0: It's certainly not realistic.
1: Isn't it? I still hold this against Dua Lipa. I I love Dua Lipa so much, but the fact that she dated that Hadid boy still to this day upsets me so much for some reason.
0: Oh, I know. Anwar? I know, yeah. Anwar sucks. He's (laughs) an (laughs) anti-vaxxer.
1: Did you listen to Julia Fox's podcast this week with Caroline Calloway?
0: Yes, I actually did. And I, I thought it was actually one of the only like, really listenable Caroline Calloway podcast that I've heard because they actually- Because the one
1: host actually asked questions.
0: They actually asked questions. They pushed back on her. They didn't like let her rehash her life story about Cambridge. and, And I, you know, I really knew that people liked Harry Potter. And so I targeted people. Like, it's like, if you follow Caroline Calloway stuff, you know the story I'm talking about. She tells it every time. She tells the same story on every podcast. Whereas, you know, like I- I have been a guest on many podcasts, so have you. You go on a podcast and you like talk about different things. You play like, ball, not, yeah. Like it's not just you rehashing your life story. Like it's just like it's never listenable when she goes on a podcast. But this one actually was because it was her first podcast since like the rent thing became public. How she owes forty thousand dollars in rent. And they the- really were
1: pushing her. Like, why did you? Why did you paint the? They're just like, yeah, why did you stop she the paint? So She's like, funny. I don't know because I did. Okay.
0: Yeah, they were like kind of joking around. So it's Julia Fox and her co-host is this girl, Nikki. And Nikki actually had never heard of Caroline Calloway. But Caroline Calloway, like, she actually, it's funny because at the beginning she was like, you guys are my actual friends. Like, you can come down to my grandma's condo in Florida where she moved. She left New York to go to her grandma's condo. And you, they're two extra. it's three bedrooms. So you guys can each have your own room and you guys are my friends. Like pretending that they're really good friends. And it turns out that Nikki had never heard of her. They're not friends. And it's also funny because on the podcast, Caroline said that, um, she comes from really like a really poor background, a poor family, which everyone knows is not true. And that she has no, Yeah, she went
1: to, she that. got paid. She got, they paid for her to go to private schools. She didn't come from <laughs> a lower middle-class family
0: went to seven years of college because she was about to graduate NYU and then finally got into Cambridge and none of the credits transferred. And so she's saying that she, you know, doesn't have a safety net like everyone else does. As she's saying that she moved to Florida to live in her grandma's three bedroom condo, like shut up, like it's a beachside condo. And anyway, so Nikki, the co-host, that's not Julia, was like, but why, why did you paint your your half your microwave like why did you do that <laughs> and caroline her tone completely shifts yeah. and she, it's like scary she's like because it's my house nikki yeah because i want it i wanted to nikki it's podcast
1: drama is so Not like hard. it's very exciting that's why i was like someday we should try to get into a fight on this where oh, we make the audience exactly uncomfortable.
0: Should. We actually Because should.
1: you know what I'm saying like cuz that actually that gets you attention too, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah no, I'm definitely going to try to think of things to piss you off.
1: With. Um uh so the I I I'm I don't I don't know if I'm going to listen to it but I listened to clips and it cracked me up because I was watching the finale of the Dropout yesterday which hats off man, what a great start to finish show. Uh Dropout on Hulu about uh, Elizabeth Holmes Theranos. I thought it was just top to bottom, just an amazing, amazing show. You dug it as well. But I was like, I mean, is this where we're at? Like where Hulu is going to option the Caroline Calloway story because it's kind of in that scammer realm. But I just, I truly don't like with Elizabeth Holmes, they made this good argument of like why she did what she did and and she's crazy and all of this stuff. But Caroline Calloway, I'm like, I was trying to think if there's any there, there to actually even what even the story would be like.
0: There isn't one. I mean, there's, There really isn't one other than it's this failure to launch. It's like this woman who has so many big ambitions because she wants to just be rich and famous and does not have the work ethic to back it up. Yeah, she's
1: lazy, yeah.
0: And does not have the attention span to back it up. And so she just starts scamming people. And I mean, that's about it. And it's not these big... These massive successful scams. She's not even, she doesn't even have the work ethic to come up with a good scam. Cause the thing about Elizabeth Holmes and Adam Newman is that, regardless of what you think of them, you have to admit they had work ethic. Like they worked really, really, really hard to get billions of dollars. Caroline just does the absolute least to scam her follower out of like a hundred. Some book
1: money, just some book money or some, you yeah, know, like.
0: here and there. It's like, she just like is, is a lazy idiot. Whereas again, people like Elizabeth Holmes and Adam Newman, you could even say Anna Delvey, honestly, that she was intelligent in the way she operated. Like there is a level of having to be intelligent and having to have some sort of work ethic or drive.
1: Even take that to Jen Shaw. I mean, Jen Shaw is a very charming uh, criminal. Like she had, okay. she was in there busting ass. Like I do believe she was, was working every day. She, she was, was, you calling, know,
0: she was calling every grandparent on this side yeah. of. She <laughs> really was, and like you, ha- it's like yeah, that takes work. If Caroline really wanted to make a lot of money by scamming she could. And instead she owes $65,000 in background because she's not even good at scamming because she's a lazy freaking idiot. And I'm but sorry, it, if you think that sounds mean, please familiarize yourself with Caroline Calloway and you will not feel bad
1: for but her. Isn't it funny though, too, is that this is the, that we're almost saying, you know, back in our day, our scammers worked, you know, like, isn't it right. funny that that's like no, back I in our day, our scammers worked for a scam, you know?
0: I actually said that because when my mom was in town this weekend, we started We Crash from the beginning. So I was like watching it again. Did so, she like it?
1: Is it enough spaceships yeah, in there it. for her? Or she
0: loves she loves stuff like that. And um, she's like me. She is like obsessed with the dropout, and she also loved yellow jackets and everything like oh, that. Oh, good. But um, anyway, it's like at the beginning of We Crash, I was like watching it again, really paying attention. You see, even before We Work, he was like hustling he was doing whatever he could he had that like the knee the the thing the knee pads for babies like, yeah. <laughs>
1: kept, like
0: wearing his briefcase around new york like he was just hustling his ass off and i was like whatever you want to say about him like he fucking worked hard and you see that the whole show that he is constantly is flying all over the world masa
1: son masa son no no masa. masa yeah
0: it's like he 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 worked hard it's like you kind of have to yeah he he, you know, ended up scamming all these investors and floundering away money and partying instead of investing in intelligent things and even scamming his own company in a way. If you watch the show, you'll know what I'm talking about. But like, you got it admit the work ethic and he walked away with like $500 million. Um
1: <laughs> So that's- yeah. I, w- yeah. She, he he's yeah. the only one that when walked out of WeWork with actual like he walked out with a golden parachute.
0: Yeah. He walked out with a golden parachute, like hands clean to my knowledge. He's not in any like legal trouble, right? Not no, any, no. Not any legal trouble. He really just his his cardinal sin was just being very, very, very irresponsible with money and, you know, kind of the inner workings of his business and kind of the sketchy things that he was investing in and stuff like that. But technically I don't think any of it was like illegal. And so he walked away with just $500 million now just, you know, never having to work again if he doesn't want to. But I think now his new thing is like, instead of we, it's like me is his new brand. (laughs) Uh, I don't, I don't know. Either way, it's like if you want an aspirational scammer story, Adam Newman. That's how okay.
1: you, you yeah, you guys, if you want one, that's that's the one. Have you heard anything about the show Severance on Apple TV? I was thinking oh my about God. watching my it.
0: Sister. Okay, so I saw it on Apple TV. I was like, "What is this? What is this?" Yeah.
1: Adam was, Scott.
0: My sister texted me. I just want to find the text. She goes, "You need to watch Severance on Apple TV. One of the best shows I've ever seen." Wow. And then I said, what's about, she goes, it's about a company where workers get a chip implanted in their brains So they can't remember home when they're at work and vice versa. So they have two separate lives. It was sounds so amazing.
1: Oh, good. That's I love cool. that. Okay. Yeah. That was, uh, I saw that. Like I say, I keep saying about Apple TV. It's like so funny. They literally hide their shows. I feel they're like, we dare you to watch us. Like we what? dare you to even <laughs> find us, you know?
0: Well, I think it's because so many people like Apple TV came onto the streaming service scene when everyone was like, I have enough streaming services. And I think a lot of people were like the programming, there was nothing on Apple TV that was like, yes, I need to watch it. Like the morning show never caught on. I guess you could argue Ted Lasso. Like I've gotten away with not watching Ted Lasso so far, even though I'm going to. So uh, I think Ted Lasso's
1: success was a mistake. I think Apple TV was like, we didn't even want this to be a success. It's just that people really liked it. And like, I feel like they love to hide their shows.
0: Right. Well, they, Netflix, they, Netflix, I feel you discover shows from like, everyone goes on Netflix and then you're scrolling and then people tweet about a show that they discovered and then it catches on. Whereas no one's just like scrolling on Apple TV, really. You're like going there for like a show that you heard about, but like, yeah, you don't really like hear about them that often.
1: We talked about Bad Vegan, right? We did. We talked.
0: Yeah. And I thought it was just like, I was not, I, I don't have the obsession with it.
1: See, I was, I was into it. I just want to really one brief thing to you guys is that I read Sarma's essay or blog that uh, describing the last scene. Cause the last scene is this voice, um, this this conversation with the guy that had entrapped her and, and, and a recent conversation where it was kind of seemed like they were still in on it together. And the documentary kind of left it as like a, Oh shit. Like she might really still be like kind of a criminal and in on this. And she wrote this thing and she's like, the thing that's ridiculous is that I made that call in front of them. I did that for the show. We were like having these conversations to use in there, and they acted like they they got that you know voicemail, but she's like we did that at their urging, you know. Like, and I think that's interesting with documentaries of like, you know, you got to be careful what you show the audience. Like these days, like like we talk about this with social media, you you can put out shit and people will believe it, and it's not the actual, you know, it really points a uh, a dangerous picture sometimes of these things. So uh, go read that if you guys want, like Bad Vegan, go read uh, Sarmas. Uh, essay about it. I thought it was really enlightening. Um also, Sophie, do you know what this week is?
0: Um I don't know, tell me.
1: The return of the return of the McRib. No, the Kardashians. The Kardashians on Hulu. Oh,
0: oh come on. Oh their ABC News special flopped. Dude. So That's what I want Hulu doesn't release their numbers, so we'll never know. I know. <laughs> like, how it performs, but I'm telling you now, it is not going to do numbers because their ABC News special, where they're like revealing, does his name rhyme with feet? Like <laughs> they, they're
1: obsessed awesome. with rhyming Pete's ratings, name with things.
0: The ratings were low. They were like, for real? I think they were like 2 million, which is like, that's nothing
1: that's- for prime time.
0: That's nothing for primetime. Like, if you're a Bravo, like, if you pay attention to viewers for Bravo, that's high for Bravo, but that is nothing for primetime. So, like, if that's any indication, which I think it definitely is, it's a flop.
1: Wow. That's that. And, and you guys, I talked about this on Thursday's podcast, but it is that special it was so ridiculous. And it shows the whitewashing of the Kardashians where they are trying to make them this family of geniuses. Like, it's like, the, the music, like the fact that ABC News yeah. put their name on like, yo, man, we have a Ukraine situation going on still. You're going to put your news team on the Kardashians. It was the re- and there was even a question of Kim, like, you know, talking about like, I think we've really helped um, body positivity for women. Uh, my sisters are all different shapes and sizes. I'm like, you and I literally did the Khloe Kardashian liar, liar, <laughs>
0: liar, um, No, I know. It's, like, so embarrassing. And also, like, read the room. I think there's, like, an inability for some networks and platforms and stuff to recognize that, like, yes, the Kardashians do get, like, attention. They do know how to get attention. But at the same time, they do not have, like, a a fan base they really don't like really you don't think so if i tweet about and i it used to be that i tweeted about the But aren't we
1: the fan base the love hate the 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 uh, we can't believe this is happening that's the fan base
0: i guess but like if the ratings are any indication the ratings for the kardashians on e like people aren't like tuning in like to really like if anything maybe like hate watching but like yeah i just feel like I mean, like I was saying a couple of years ago, I could tweet about the Kardashians and like get some some of their fans in my mentions being like, be nice or whatever. And it's like <laughs> they have no, you can tweet about the Kardashians all you want. You will not see a single defender. Try tweeting. I dare you to tweet about Rihanna, Beyonce, Ariana Grande, Nicki Minaj, any member of BTS. Try tweeting about any of them something negative and see what happens. To the
1: Zaniacs, mind. the the Zayn Malik, the Zayniacs, the yeah. Zayn, yeah, Zayn Malik, yeah.
0: Experience that, like, yeah. So the Kardashians do not have a stand base. I think it's mostly, yeah, it's it's banking on maybe people hate watching. I guess, but um, they really they haven't caught on with. And this is actually like a very fascinating conversation. I love like just like having like deep ruminations on the Kardashians. Like, they really have not caught on with Gen Z, and they don't know how to catch on with Gen Z.
1: Like, I wonder what their awareness of their popularity is, if they realize.
0: I think they do. That's why they're always clawing for relevancy. And I don't think Kim is actually that into Pete. And I also have a conspiracy.
1: Wait, 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 you don't, I think she's It seems like she's totally in.
0: I think that her body language, if you actually pay attention, she isn't. And I think it's gone too far. And I think also new conspiracy theory with a K (laughs) that, um, that NBC, NBC, Disney, what is NBC and Disney? Who, what streaming service do they have a deal with?
1: morbius no um uh hulu i don't know mbc and...
0: what is SNL? Or peacock on? what is snl on hulu. hulu Hulu. what is the new kardashians show on <laughs> Hulu? What, who is the most psycho brand about you know like getting pr out there and controlling the narrative and all of these things disney and i think all of that First of all, I think it really is. Oh, I saw, actually saw this credit to whoever random. I saw this in like a random, I think it was on either on the Demois Reddit or Kardashian's Reddit. Someone's speculating on this. And I was like, that actually like makes sense. And the more I thought about it, I was like, Yeah. Like, think about it Like, it just makes so, Like, it was like When Kim went on SNL I can totally see A Disney exec being like Yeah, this will be so good For the Hulu show Like, talking to Kim about it Talking to Chris about it And Yeah I just think it like Just makes so much sense
1: Um Speaking of conspiracy You, you mentioned Dumas Did you hear that rumor That Dumas Uh, Ali Shapiro
0: Shapiro
1: <laughs> Now, I Okay, now I hate to burst Everybody's bubble though Like, I'm gonna be actually Be on Dumas podcast In a couple oh, weeks I- <laughs>
0: I've seen it post negative things about Jill Zaren.
1: Yeah, well, I, I will say though, I've talked to Dumas without the voice changer. Like every time before we podcast together, yeah. she'll put the voice changer on. Yeah. And then we, you know, that's what's recorded, but I've talked to her and like, it doesn't sound like Ali Shapiro's voice. There, there's a, a similarity, but like I don't know. Like I would love that, but I just don't think Jill Zarin would have been able to keep that quiet. She would have been my daughter. I'm so proud of her. You know, I'm so proud of her. She runs. She her did own it. Yes. Like I would think that would be. But I guess they were saying that she said something about like some BBL or like and and you heard Ali say I didn't get any messages about that. Like like she was getting. And I just I don't know. That doesn't add up to me. The times I have like I've talked to it just doesn't that would that would surprise me you know
0: right right no yeah uh, i i was but like, i like
1: i mean i that would be hysterical though
0: that would be funny i i read that too and i'm like eh. and i had talked to demois i interviewed demois for a story a couple of years ago and i don't recall I did recall like kind of a, Oh, never mind. I'm not going to describe the voice because Jamal chooses to be anonymous, but yeah, it wasn't like, I feel like I would maybe maybe kind of recognize, I don't know. Not that I pay that much attention to Ali Shapiro, but yeah.
1: No, but I have like, I mean, I remember being in a couple, uh, what was that thing that was popular last year during the pandemic? The clubhouse. Remember Uh, that? Remember clubhouse? was this, was this oh, like 30 years oh, ago?
0: Yeah, the app. yeah. Yeah. Twitter spaces basically. Yeah.
1: I remember Ali Shapiro hopped on one of those like Friday, like Bravo rooms or something. And I was on it and it just didn't. Like I had talked to Dumont at that point and I would have thought I would have been like, Whoa, that sounds like uh Dumont. I just don't remember thinking that ever, but it would be, I just think it would be hysterical because I think it would just make Jill Zarin so happy, you know, so proud of her daughter. Yeah. Um,
0: I agree. agree. And I don't think Jules Aaron would be able to keep that a
1: secret. Uh, We had also huge, I I posted this, but I just thought it was so exciting to see food God in the backseat of a car with Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. And he popped his head out so he could like get like in the paparazzi shot in the car. But like, what the fuck does Pete Davidson and food God talk about? Like, what do you think that conversation? He'd be like, Hey, Hey Pete, you like cheese? (laughs) You like cheese Pete? I love, I love cheese pulls hey Pete do you think I'm cool do you like do you, hey, Pete? do you do you like my jeans and then if Pete says something he's like oh you're so funny Pete you're so, so funny dude <laughs>
0: all of the people that have gotten blocked by Jonathan Shaban by food Jonathan
1: blocked me years ago yeah, he's
0: and, so, and he, he searches
1: him. his name out he searches For his name anything.
0: and he'll like comment on pictures of their children like like he, yeah like, lose yeah he's a loser like (laughs) horrible things for like having an opinion whatever it is for like saying anything negative and blocks them and it's like how sensitive are you
1: i want an american horror story kardashians and like food gods one of the characters you know like just like a scare because he really does i mean just that there is just even a level of thirst you just feel coming exuding even from these photos but the pete davidson aspect of it just like I want to know what that's like he's like you're you're so much better than Kanye Pete (laughs) I love you man like you know he kisses so much ass around those people you know
0: right exactly
1: I would do that too Uh, I told
0: you about how I like went to someone to do my eyebrows that had done his eyebrows and they said that they (laughs) typically work around his his wonky eye
1: yeah, well, that's what I used to, and that, like, I made this meme years and years ago before I even had the podcast where I compared him and Kim to Chunk and Sloth from a movie called The Goonies, and he was sloth, you know? Like, hey, up. you guys! I love The Goonies. That shows my age. Um, okay, also, huge news. <laughs> Chloe said, Chloe said...
0: <laughs> wait, is it, is it, he's, wait. Yeah. wait. <laughs> yeah. It's this one. It's this one. Yeah. When this episode (laughs) is live, I'll post this on my Instagram story. (laughs) You know exactly. If you're, like, just, like, a a little, like, slightly younger baby like me, like, I'm just a little, like, Gen Z baby, (laughs) Uh, and don't know who this is, I'll post on my Instagram story.
1: The Goonies, guys, it holds up. I think you would, I, I think you could watch The Goonies oh. tonight and love it. That's so funny. But at the end of the movie, Chunk is like to Sloth, he discovers this mongoloid and he's like, You're going to come live with me now, Sloth. And he's like, Yeah. And that always reminded me of Kim and food because Kim always seems to take care of food God. And he's like, You're going to come live with me now, food God. He's like, Hey, baby Ruth. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I feel I'm going to get into trouble for that for some reason. Uh, As we start. Winding he's down
0: he's gonna block me this time.
1: Oh no, he has a show on the Discovery channel now. I think I it must be like they're studying him or something. I don't know. <laughs> there, isn't Discovery about animals and stuff? I don't know. Um Nicola <laughs>
0: Animal Planet.
1: Oh, that was it. <laughs> We're in search of the food god, you know. <laughs> um we, we we put out a bunch of melted cheese in hopes to entrap food god, you know. Ooh. Um Also, Chloe, this is really cool. Chloe was like, I don't think Tristan's the man for me. Three, three years after the fact of him cheating on her 10 times, she's, she's like, uh, and I love that we're supposed to applaud like girl. Yes. Like that is, I mean, that's just, I love that ABC news special because they take every dumb thing that they've done and they make it look like she's a hero to women of like finally 3 years after the fact she has decided that he is not the one like he decided you, he was not the one every time he cheated on you
0: right i am, i am here for chloe's single era she's like been looking great lately like she like it's not about she oh,
1: i i don't it's not even about her looks it's about like how do you it's like i feel like she'll always have like the worst men gun for her because she's hey. so gullible you know
0: right Yeah. And that's why I'm just excited for her to just be single and like, just not have that, you know, skid mark hanging on to her.
1: I wonder if Chloe would ever date me. Like, I'd be like, yo, have you tried dating a podcaster? Have you even tried it?
0: live like in the same city do it I,
1: I live in the same i don't even i don't even have a basketball team yeah. that i travel with you know
0: Where do they hang out like how can how can we make a meet cute happen
1: well they yeah, they did this is so frustrating i uh, being an influencer myself i was not invited to the kardashian soho house they you know did a lot of bloggers and influencers they didn't invite lex nico either who actually talks about the kardashians all the time i was very offended for lex nico but i was also offended for me why didn't they invite me to this shit i talk about it all the time i guess maybe because i talk negatively about it but i don't know uh very upsetting that they did not I love they lex, they God. They did uh, not skinny, not fat. Got to go to the Kardashian premiere. All you know, I'm like, where, where's when's okay, my day? She
0: interviewed them, and she did yeah. not interview Kylie. And did you see the conspiracy theory that Kylie was not actually on the red carpet of the Kardashians premiere, even though they were pretending she was because she wanted her own photographer who could edit the photos. <laughs> And on Getty Images, if you search Kardashian's premiere, there's not a single photo of Kylie. And she even did a little video where she's, like, a, like pretending to be papped on the red carpet, and it's, like, blinking paparazzi, and she's, like, looking around and posing. And it's, like, there's probably no one there. Like, it's all staged. Yeah,
1: because she wasn't at the Jimmy Kimmel uh, appearance right after that premiere either that night. Um, also, real, like, uh, last Sunday after we spoke, Travis and Courtney got... F- fake married in vegas after the grammys and everybody we woke up monday to pictures everybody's flipping out but they practiced nicole peltz and brooklyn beckham got married um yeah yeah, i don't know you know Um, good
0: uh, yeah i saw that well what did
1: you think of scott's new girlfriend 27 year old rebecca donaldson he took her to the premiere of the kardashians really good i mean he's going like good Good. for you to get up there in age like get try a 30 year old next
0: Maybe they talked to him and said that it's a bad look. It's a bad look for the family. It's a bad look for the brand. It's a bad look for him. And it's just predatory to date teenage girls. So I'm good for him.
1: Um, Salt Lake is currently filming. I had somebody reach out to me on Instagram uh, that they were going to be on a boat, uh, like this yacht thing in San Diego, and they had to fill out these um, uh, NDAs, and she was going to let me know everything that happened, but then the production wouldn't sign a waiver, like saying like they, they didn't want to be responsible for any damage done on the boat, I guess. So they didn't end up doing the boat little scene that they were supposed to film. But it seems like the salt Lake ladies are doing a lot of traveling this season. I I wonder if that's just because they're trying to find shit to do because they planned on Jen having a case by now going to court.
0: i think I'm not even, and it, a tweet, there was a tweet that said like, I was so excited for Salt Lake City season two and I could not care less about Salt Lake City season three. I'm still going to watch it, but like- it's Yeah, not, I'll
1: still watch it, yeah. It's
0: not like I'm clamoring for it.
1: No, you know, I I think I still, the Heather Gay thing really bothers me. I really liked her and now I, I just kind of, just, I, it's really suspect. I, I don't know. I always find it's like, where is the line that you got like, yo, I know she, Jen's your friend, but like where there's gotta be a line somewhere of like, you don't just let your friends just like be rampant criminals and just accept it. If they, you know, I don't know. Like first it just confuses me. Like she's willing to go down with that Jen Shaw ship, which I think is interesting in the sense of like, yeah, I guess you're a good friend to her, but it makes you look, it just, I don't know. It just, it made me feel okay. weird about her. Yeah. Um,
0: it's not, it's not a good look.
1: Um, also, uh, summer house, uh, returns, uh, tonight and, uh, we, we saw the leftover fight with, uh, Sierra and Lindsay and Danielle, and it kind of just ended as soon as it began. Um, I still, I just fucking love that show. I don't know. I just love the show. I mean, but I, Sierra to me is just like, she's just, there's no, there there. She's 25 years old, maybe when she's 35, but like that Lynn, like you can just tell Lindsay does not give a rip about Sierra. So it just doesn't matter
0: it's like she the issue is they're trying to make lindsay out like she's some villain and that she like had she was plotting against sierra and it's like no because we the viewers can see that lindsay just truly does not give a fuck and she's truly not thinking of you well there's a difference between a
1: 25-year-old woman and a 35-year-old woman you know and by the way i bet sierra seems like she laughs at lindsay anyways and see and lindsay doesn't give a shit right um <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, just real quick, we had talked about Ezra Miller last week, uh, but they had, like I predicted Warner brothers had an emergency meeting about Ezra Miller because their franchise, the flash, a superhero film is based around him. He's in the new Harry Potter or whatever the Hogwarts movies they do the wizarding world. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, uh, pausing any other appearances, From Ezra Miller in their movies at this point. So I think this guy, I mean, I have a feeling this guy has some real mental issues. So I'm just curious what it is because if you read, you know, how how did the cops get called 10 times on you at 10 different occasions? Like that's just wild.
0: It sounds like Ezra Miller has been having a meltdown for several years now. I think it might be a mental health thing. I don't know, but it's like there are just so many stories at this point that, yeah, he's a liability and apparently on set Ezra was a nightmare too so yeah
1: yeah uh also shout out
0: Ezra uses they them pronouns by the way oh
1: yes oh I'm sorry yes of course
0: I know I Uh, did a whole that's
1: and non by Ezra Biller is non-binary
0: I I did a whole segment talking about Ezra on my on my podcast and that episode that will come out on Tuesday
1: which by the way is it a solo one or you have a guest this week
0: I have a guest who's the guest you're going to have to wait and find out.
1: Wait, what? You you can promo it right now.
0: Okay, so it's actually funny. No, oh my God. It's like, it's just, you have to listen to the episode because it's just like a funny story. So to listen to the episode, actually. It's a surprise. It's a mystery. Well,
1: now I'm nervous. Is it, is it is now I'm- now
0: episode is different. I'll say that.
1: It's your boyfriend, um, isn't it?
0: No, but it is a straight man.
1: Wait a sec. I, you assured me I was gonna be the only straight man on your show.
0: I know. I'm sorry, Ryan. This is ridiculous. I knew it was gonna straight. So man. if you want to find out what straight man it is, you're gonna have to listen. How's that Ky- for promo?
1: Ky- Luke Gulbrensen. I was. Did I get it? Did I get it? Oh.
0: Wish.
1: With the, the the guy from The Bachelor, that Jared Freed. <laughs> I always get like, that's, I'm trying to think of other straight guys that do what we do. And I'm like, there's two of us, it's I think. You know?
0: it's something way out of left field, way out of left field. You're not going to guess.
1: Jeff Bezos? Is it Correct. Jeff Bezos? <laughs>
0: it was a massive get. It was a massive get for so true. El- but...
1: Elon Musk. Elon Musk is the guest on Tuesday. We can sit in your first.
0: Actually, we're recording this week, but yeah.
1: Um, Him and his baby. Um, got <laughs> Four. Also, shout out to Real Houses of New Jersey. I got to say that I really was, I thought they've handled the Jackie Goldschneider uh, eating eating disorder so well this season. And we see on the Real Houses of Beverly Hills that uh, we are going to see Crystal go through a similar storyline, which, you know, it's just so weird. I was telling the audience on Friday, I was like, it's so weird when you're like, well, we already saw that, you know, it's like everybody has like, there's so many people with eating disorders out there. And I was like, well, we've already done that on Jersey. And I'm like, no, we should be doing this on every show. Like, I, I like that these things actually get brought up in the light. But if you're not watching Jersey, Jackie and her family, we've been watching this story this season. And I found it really fascinating and kind of captivating. And, and I thought it, it's probably going to do a lot of good for a lot of people. Uh, and finally, Selling Sunset comes back April 22nd. Uh, did you watch the, the trailer for the new season?
0: Selling Sunset?
1: Yeah, the show about the- Yeah, the-
0: I yeah, I did.
1: Well, so it's going to be Trish- Trishel and the bald dudes romance. I just, there's just no, there's no there that like, I'm going to watch every episode immediately, but I just, you know, it's like, these aren't real people, you know?
0: It is a very like scripted reality show. So it's not, the last season was like weak. Um, I do love Trishelle. She follows me on Twitter, humble brag. And <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to watch it either way. But yeah, it's like it's it felt very, very, very like just it was too glossy. And you know what's interesting is that like we loved that in like Laguna Beach and the hills. The hills. New beginnings was like such a flop. Like I was yeah. obsessed with the hills and that's isn't that Adam Devine. It's the same guy.
1: Yeah. Adam Devello. Yeah.
0: Adam Devello. Adam Devine is is a guy Devine
1: from workaholics. Yeah. And righteous gemstones. Well,
0: Adam Devine who created those. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's like very like glossy, and you can tell that it's scripted, and you can tell that they probably take multiple takes of things. Whereas like with our Bravo shows and those types of reality shows, even though some of it, you know, is probably a little staged, for the most part, you know that it's like real in some way. Whereas like with Selling it sunset, it's like none of this is really real. It yeah. seems. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's one of those things I'm excited for it, but also I think it's it uh, it's just weird that they're all going to release it on the same day and we'll talk about it for a week and then it'll be forgotten on and we'll move on to the next thing. This is what we do with culture I, now.
0: My boyfriend is here.
1: Oh yeah, woo! Okay, wow. it's party time. Um, okay, you guys, Sophie, anything we need to know this week for you besides the podcast on Tuesday and the substack that'll be released this week? Oh, my God. I think she's humping him in the background. She, she like, yeah. got up off the couch. He just, oh my God, I, she like, I was just
0: like, hi. And
1: he was like. He was like, he, was, no, he was like, give me some sugar.
0: He doesn't want to say hi. Give me some sugar. He's yeah, like, so-
1: hey, wait, maybe your boyfriend's Dumois. He, 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 we can't have his voice on the pod.
0: Ryan, edit that out. Uh,
1: sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 But uh, he
0: ta- he just has like a he talks like a girl with like a Long Island accent.
1: What's up, you guys? I love Sophie. She's really cool. Uh, we have a lot of good, a lot of fun together. <laughs> okay, well, okay, we gotta, we got, I gotta go. I I'm say making, win.
0: I'm making my boyfriend pierogies for dinner, so I gotta go.
1: Like actual from scratch?
0: No, not from scratch. Uh, okay,
1: I was like, you mean like. Mom.
0: This one's my mommy bought me at
1: the grocery uh, store. <laughs> okay. So thank you so much. You guys have the best week ever. And uh, we'll talk to you back on Tuesday. Remember subscribe to Sophie's podcast and her sub stack and, uh, and whoever that straight man is on Tuesday, you make sure to let her know that I am the number one straight man in terms of podcasting. Okay. You are the
0: number one straight man in this group.
1: That's right. Okay. Bye.
0: Bye.
1: Betches.